sorry that that's a tool that I use, but <laughs> you're a tool that I use <laughs> to help manage my stress. I have a tool that you use. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want to say. <laughs> And welcome back. Don't give me that look. I love it. It's I, you. It's all you. Now I have a complex doing it. Why? Because you're waiting for me to say it. Yeah, John just gives me this look like, like he's waiting at the starting go. line. And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm Alex. And I am John. And we are your hosts. Hey, yo. All right, Al. So what's up? Nothing. <laughs> just dying of a heat stroke here. I know. It's like we went from the south to the north hoping that it was going to be cooler, right? I mean, is it like a heat wave or is it just climate change? Because <laughs> I don't know. It's like 90 plus right now. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm just, it maybe wouldn't be as terrible if I wasn't the sweaty human being that I am, but. You and me both. I mean, I'm like sweating horrifically. I heard, I don't know if this is a myth or not, that the more active you are as a person, the easier it is for you to start sweating. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like if you're like somebody. No, who... you're the fact man. You have to check it. See if that's true. Look it up. <laughs> okay. So two things. One from this website that I don't know if it's incredible <laughs> or not in the five seconds that I researched this by trainingright.com. Fit athletes sweat more because they need to. They generate more heat and have to produce more sweat in order to maximize their evaporative cooling capacity. <laughs> That means fit athletes have to consume more fluid so you have more to contribute to sweat. But then like other things, you know, generally the more effort you exert, the more heat your body generates, which triggers the body to produce more sweat. I'm saying like, I just do nothing and I sweat. <laughs> anyway, moving on. John, give me your low. Yeah, whatever. I mean, either oh, wait, wait, this was the other thing. It said you could also have a condition called hyper hydrosis might be the reason for excessive sweating during a workout or in general. I, d I think I have that. You just have overactive like sweat glands, pores. I don't know. But like in my whole body though. You just come from a family of sweaters. Your dad sweats. We're also going to talk about this on every episode. We talk about poop, travel, and uh, sweating. But you know what shit happens? I don't feel like I'm doing a good enough workout unless I sweat. So Maybe. I mean, but that's not true. But anyway, let's go into our highs and lows. Let's get this going. You know, I want some structure today. What, as if we don't have structure every other time? I just want more structure. Okay, whatever you want. All right, boom. My low. My low is... Get to the point, structure man. <laughs> stress. That's my low. Stress. Because Join the club. Is that not everyone's low? <laughs> I guess. It's just like I never feel like we're ahead. But it also goes into my high which is I feel productive as shit. Well, that's good. I feel like my editing's getting faster. I'm asking less questions, so I'm not pissing you off as much. You don't piss me off. I just, I'm a Googler. So if you have questions that are like so simple, I, like rather than ask me, why don't you just Google it? Well, that's fine. <laughs> well, then I'm at a point where I don't have to be Googling right now. I'm doing okay. Yeah, that's good. You know? Anyways, yeah, that's it for me. Well, that was very uh, concise. Milo is that working from my parents' house, we have an office set up in their basement and the internet is just so trash. I don't know if it's the internet or if it's just time to get a new desktop, but like my, it is so slow. Everything is slow. The internet is slow. My computer is slow. And you know how like, we were talking about road rage in our last episode. I feel like I... Like when something's fucking loading, taking forever. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like I have a built up road rage, like just rage inside of me when things take too long. That's like, like when I'm on hold with like somebody 
for like health insurance. I like or have to count myself down to be like, okay, it it is okay. Do not smash this. But that's my low. It's just that like things when when your brain is moving quickly and your computer isn't moving as quickly as you want to get things done like that to me. I'm like, you should be moving at lightning speed. Catch up. Though the flip side to that, though, is I can't play PlayStation. That's true. <laughs> so like I'm actually more productive. I'm because... okay with you playing your video games, though. Like, I don't mind that. Oh, thank you for your permission. Yeah, you're welcome. But like, I don't mind. No, I'm saying for me myself, like instead oh. of at the end of the night, playing playstation we're like just cranking more workout yeah, you're like which in- we do need some restorative time true we're we're instead of working till 9 p.m every night but my high is so we're recording this before my friend's wedding but my high is dana's wedding i'm the matron of honor in a wedding i'm giving a toast and i'm so nervous hopefully when this episode comes out um i will have already given the toast and done it phenomenally so we'll see i mean and you have read it in front of me a couple times and i think you sounded great I a just, couple tweaks here and there but that's about it and just, i think this podcast helps you with your speech probably i mean not that i'm like super eloquent <laughs> but you're more aware like even hearing your voice over on this podcast it like helps you with projecting your voice enunciating shit like that <laughs> you you enunciate with your words and your fat tongue i just don't I like in high school and college, I hated public speaking. So that's just the only thing is like, I'm nervous for that. But I'm just excited for Dana. They had a long engagement. It'll be a fun wedding. It's about time. Yeah. So that's my high is be nice. the wedding. You know, it's, it'll be cool for me because I've never been to the Middle East. Middle East. Fuck me. Oh, my God. The Midwest. <laughs> I've never been to the Middle East, (laughs) and I also haven't been to the Midwest. (laughs) You haven't been to either of those places. I've not been to either one of those places. (laughs) Excited Um, for both. Yeah. All right, John, tell everyone what we're talking about today. So it kind of correlates with my low of stress. You know, we are in such a high stress time, like with our company. This is our peak season for weddings. You know, we just have a lot going on. So our topic today is talking about coping with stress. So like dealing with stress and like finding coping mechanisms for stress and how to work around that. Smell lavender. <laughs> Aroma therapy. I've done that. Have you? Yeah. It, did, it didn't work. <laughs> you have also done acupuncture, but that wasn't for stress. No, that was so painful too. Do they do acupuncture for stress yes. though? Okay. Well... I think everyone in life goes through busy seasons or slow seasons. So obviously times that things are like really chaotic or maybe there's outside factors in your life that are out of your control that are stressing you out, like a family member who's sick or like financial things that are stressful. But in these seasons of life, it could it could be very daunting and you could forget how to manage stress. And there's so many negative effects from stress, like side effects besides gray hair. Mental, which, physical. <laughs> but yeah, like it could actually take a toll life expectancy. on your body. Yeah. Like what are some actual side effects, like negative harmful side effects of stress? Well, for some physical symptoms, low energy, headaches, upset stomach, diarrhea, like you can have I, well, I can see the diarrhea definitely for stress. So are you like, distressed when, all the time? I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just stressed literally every day. You have chronic stress, John. Chronic <laughs> stress, IBS, whatever you want to call it. Chest pain. Oof. I think the big one would be insomnia. Yeah. Stress causing insomnia. Trying to go to bed at, when you're trying to go to bed at night and your your head's running a mile a minute or like you're just stressed about an upcoming event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing for me is anytime that I have a lot going on, I have stress dreams, like weddings specifically. I have dreams that I either forgot to go to a wedding that we had booked and I'm like 
panicking because obviously that's my biggest fear. Knock on wood, that will not happen. We have systems in place, obviously, as a business so that those things don't happen. But I think when there's so much going on, your biggest fears can come to the forefront, um, especially in your dreams. And they're more like nightmares, not dreams. But even like insomnia leading to talking about sleep and then not having enough sleep, so many more comorbidities come from that. Uh, some other like some emotional symptoms, then you get like depression, moodiness, irritability, anxiety, feeling overwhelmed. I feel like so many people can identify with this, like being in a state of stress and then taking it out on your significant other or maybe your kids or your parents, like someone who's trying to talk to you and you're stressed and you're just giving them tood. And it's not necessarily because you want to have an attitude or they're annoying you. It's just because you are stressed out and you're taking it out on them. I think it's also like how we talked about last episode about a wrench in our plan. It's like, you're already so stressed about something and like, you're so focused on whatever that is. And then like one little hiccup or one like, Hey, do you think you can go to the store and do this? Or I need some help with this. And like, even that little thing will just set you off. Mm -hmm. So we know that there are clearly negative things tied to stress. What are some tools that you could use in your everyday life? If it is a busy season or a stressful season for you to not be stressed or just be less stressed, especially when you're around your significant other, because you don't want to ruin relationships just because you're in a hectic place of life. I feel like we said something in one of our first episodes about like taking some time to yourself. Some or, meditation in yeah, the beginning of the day. Or, I don't do that. I should. Not med Well, it could be med whatever it wants, but like your me time, you know, mm -hmm. remember that where it's like, even if it's only 10 minutes or knowing like you're setting that time somewhere during the day, like, okay, I got all this shit to do, but 830, I'm going to just spend 10 minutes doing whatever it's reading, watching an episode or something. It doesn't have to be 10 minutes. Obviously, it could be more than that. You knowing that you get to look forward to something could probably ease you a little bit with your stress. I was uh, listening to another a business podcast and they were talking about actually setting a timer. So like if you have a lot of work to do and you know, I feel like when you have a lot of work to do, especially that people are working at home, or even if you're back in the office, it's easy to get distracted by social media. Someone texts you and then you get off track. You're like scrolling on Instagram. There's so many different factors that could like pull you away from your task, which ultimately can lead to more stress because you're not maybe being as productive as you want to be. So by setting a timer on your phone and saying like, I'm going to work on this document or this you know, this edit or how whatever it is that you're working on for 45 minutes. And then when the timer goes off, that's like your five minute brain break where you can go get a glass of water, scroll on Facebook um, and just, you know, have a little reward. That way you stay on task. No, that's a good idea. That's smart. I catch myself sometimes stepping away from the computer and then it's like, oh shit, it's 20 minutes later. Mm -hmm. I could have been doing so much other shit at this point. You mean like when you go take a poop and then you end up scrolling on TikTok for an hour? Believe it or not, <laughs> I'm actually pooping that whole time. I know you feel like I just sit there. What takes guys so long to poop? I don't understand. I'm not going to force anything out of me. Yeah, but like, why do you... I feel like I don't go until I have to go. So like what? like? Because we're scared. I don't want to... if. If I'm not going oh, to... Oh, like you think you're going to poop your pants? I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I will not make it to the toilet. Oh, I want geez. a little time to you know, prepare myself. Well, and that's stressful in itself. So I think that's another tip is to prepare yourself ahead of time, create a schedule or like a timeline of things that like you want to get done throughout the day and just check off those things. Like three big things or two big things that like if you get those things done, that's that's great. That's all that you had to get done for the day. No, I, I think having a checklist 
or some sort of like organization for your day will help alleviate some of that stress because you're more organized. Sometimes if I get a task done that wasn't on my checklist, I'll just write it down just to cross it off, just so Ooh, I feel more productive. Yep. And again, and we've talked about this before, you got to celebrate those little wins, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I mean, taking the time to do that as well and appreciating those things will just be like, cool, we are, we hit this milestone or did whatever we had to do. Like we deserve this time off, like, or else you just burn out. Another thing I think, especially if you are in a marriage or in a relationship or even like with someone in a workspace is to delegate. I think a lot of times it's so easy to see all these things that need to get done and your list is just growing and growing. And you're like, only I could do these things, which isn't true. You can ask for help. But that's like the hardest thing I think is like actually asking for help. I have no problem asking for help. Well, you're zero. You're good because you always check in and you're like, how can I help you? Like you're stressed. What can I take off of your plate? But sometimes people aren't as proactive about asking if someone needs help. So I think you have to be the person who is okay reaching out and asking for help when you need it. Also, like for you and I, it's more so like as long as you're working, I want to be working too. Right. Because it's like, it's our company and I'll feel guilty if like I'm not pulling my weight. Again, another key thing, working out or doing something active, getting out of the house. Alex and I work downstairs in a dungeon. Right. See the sun. We don't see the sun. So get some vitamin D, Alex. (laughs) We all know about that vitamin D. But you know, get out there, raise your endorphins. It makes you feel good. Take a step back, breathe. I think, yeah. I mean, when I, if I wait to go to the gym later in the day, like I have a worse day. I like, I like getting the workout at least done in the morning ish because I feel like then I'm more productive for the rest of the day, but figure out what works for you. But I just feel like moving your body and actually like physically getting rid of the stress from inside your muscles helps so much. Going off of that, we should get a massage. We should get a massage. When was the last time we had a massage? We got you one. We got one in Raleigh. Release some of the remember? toxins. Remember, we got one in Raleigh. That was so long ago. But yes, we needed. I think a massage. Talking about releasing toxins. Side note: Not a fan of couples massage. I think it's pointless and stupid. Well, you're just. I don't know if you if they're more expensive than a regular. Are you massage. supposed to talk to each other? Well, just, Are you supposed to be quiet? You're just laying in the same room. Maybe we do couples massages wrong. Like maybe you're supposed to like hold hands or like talk. I don't know. I don't want to. You want to relax. Right. Right. I don't want to talk to you. Do you but, want to talk to no, me? No, but I'm saying that we don't talk. Like maybe we're oh, yeah, supposed no. to. Like My eyes are closed. We're not touching each other. So like what are we in the room for? We're Protection? just getting rubbed in the same room together. <laughs> Is it just like the buddy system? Yeah. Making sure that we're both safe. I don't know. But massages are good. I think again, whether it's going on a walk working out, doing something for you that is stepping away from work and something that is going to be peaceful for your brain. Some of the other common things also to deal with stress is like if it gets to a point where it's overwhelming and everything that you've done personally has not helped, you can always seek counseling. You can always get medication. You know, there's, there's other you can always see a professional for these things. Or, well, yes, 100% sign off on that. That is so true. But I think identifying the things in your life too that maybe are factors, like maybe you're hanging out with some people who are just adding stress to your life. They're just, whether that's 
them asking you to do things. They're taking advantage of you. I mean, it could be work. It could literally just be the job you're in. Like, you know, if, if it's something... You, you know, but you, you got to know what that is, right? Well, I don't know. I think sometimes it's tough to, or you ignore what the true stressors are. Like, for instance, drinking. Drinking can give people anxiety. Hangover anxiety. Yeah, anxiety. Oh. And that could definitely add more stress to your life. And then on top of that comes like just feeling like shit. Even, so- even when you're not like blackout, you you get hangover anxiety, like I know I didn't do anything wrong. I still feel like I did something wrong. I'm like, but, do I need to call everybody? But it, does everyone hate me? But it adds a level of stress. So it's like if that's something that you identify that adds more stress into your life, eliminate it for a little bit. <laughs> Even if you don't have hangover anxiety, it just and you're hungover and just eats your whole day, that's gonna add to your stress because now you just have more on your plate for the right, following day. Right, exactly. But I think getting more sleep eating healthy, staying hydrated. It's not rocket science, the good things that you need to do for your body. Most people know or have a good idea of what it takes to be a healthy version of themselves. But you just have to determine which actually works for you. Right. So maybe you don't like to run and but like running relieves stress for a lot of people. Do yoga. Swim. Paint. Read. Join a club. A dance club. We should do salsa. There's a girl on TikTok that I follow and she teaches salsa. And I just, I want to, I want a salsa so bad. I would try it. A big tip I think that can help also with stress management is by establishing boundaries. I mean, I talk about boundaries in like every episode. I think we skipped on the most obvious one. What? Laughing. Oh, true. Laughing. Watch TikTok. Do something that makes you laugh. Yeah, again, whether that's like just being around people who make you feel good, watching a funny movie. But yeah, laughing is obviously the cure to everything. Download TikTok. Reduce your caffeine intake. Oh, Shit. I didn't even think about that. I just, I can't. I can't. I can't get on board I got my that. first caffeine headache ever Do on a trip here. Do you think it was from caffeine or just being dehydrated? I don't know because I've never had a headache like in the morning like that before. And it's because I had no coffee. But we need to chill on caffeine. I mean, we're cranking out like... I could go without coffee. I just truly enjoy it. But I have. I've gotten days with... I don't get a caffeine headache. I'm definitely addicted. I just feel like it doesn't actually wake me up, you know? It does. It helps me poop. My eyes get dilated. (laughs) I think it's mental. I think it's placebo. I think I could give you decaf and you would have the same effect. No way. Because the night before, I'm amped to have coffee the next day. But that's just because... That's what you think. Like you, you think there's like Pavlov and the dog. Yeah, I like don't. I think ring you the could bell. Be I start salivating. Fine. Yeah. Like your dad drinks decaf, and how many times have we had his? Because he has aphid. <laughs> no, but this. <laughs> he I'm has saying, to drink decaf. Uh, well, number one, I don't know. Like I would, I don't know if I would drink coffee. I do like the flavor of it though, but I feel like I could give you your dad's coffee, and you would not know the difference. That's the theory. I will just randomly give me decaf. You'll be like, I'm so cranked <laughs> after four cops of I'm going to be so cranky. Yeah. <laughs> also, another one, chewing gum. Just talk about distracting yourself psychologically. Like, Wait, that stresses you out more? No, no. Like a stress reducer. Like chewing the gum, you're kind of focused on that. As opposed to what? I don't know. Anything? I guess it's not like it's taken away a little bit of the one thing that you're stressing out about. You I know? feel like when I chew gum, it like adds tension in my jaw more. 
My jaw cracks all the time. I have TMJ for sure. I feel like too, there's a lot of times when there's things that you need to get done that you just keep in the back of your head and that they're just like adding stress without you knowing it. Like if you had to clean your room, you should just clean your room and get it over with and it's stressing you out, but you're just putting it off. It's like, don't put off these chores or these little things that are ultimately adding more stress to your plate. Yeah, but the little things are probably what will help reduce that stress because you're going to be able to finish those quickly, you know? Well, that's like, what I'm oh, saying. I made like, my bed. Fuck yeah. Right. Oh, I took a shower. Boom. Yeah. Well, th- I mean, like that's one tip, I guess. I don't know what the Navy SEAL guy is, but I feel like everyone knows that video where he's like, always start the day making your bed. Like it's one thing that you have done that you just, just don't have to think about. And also how nice is it to get into a freshly made bed at the end of the day? I personally can care less. And, I, I know. And side note. I did hear, fun fact, don't know where I got it. That your bed needs to breathe? Your bed needs to breathe. I saw that somewhere too, but I just... Because you fold over the sheets right afterwards, all that heat, that body, that dead skin, boom, bed bugs. I just like don't... No, bed bed bugs bugs don't just form out of nowhere. Where do they form? No, they don't just like show up. Like they don't just form from your dead skin. Hey, what's up? How do you think you get bed bugs? You think that they just grow from your skin? Like bed bugs are already a living thing. They are just like attracted to your bed for for like bacteria or I don't know what they eat. Yeah, I don't know either. This is saying that they come from other infested areas or from used furniture. They can hitch a ride in luggage, purses, backpacks, That's what I'm saying. They already exist. They don't just like form. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you think that like bed bugs are okay, just sprouting they attract from your attract bed bugs. Okay. Well, I I'm just saying confront your problems. Sheets folded attract bed bugs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Confront your responsibilities, get the things out of the way that are just going to be in the back of your head. Whether that be like making your bed, John, cleaning your room or Maybe there's someone that you need to address a problem with and that's stressing you out that you haven't talked to them or maybe something with work is stressing you out and like you're just putting off these problems, address your problems head on. Like there's no reason to put things off. I feel like sometimes even in business we do that. I'll be like, oh, I have to send this email and you're like, why are you waiting? Just just do it. Write it out. Just like handle this task and then you don't have to think about it anymore. And I, also I know. <laughs> step away from your partner if you're getting fucking annoyed with them. That's Al. That's not just enough. You're always the one to get annoyed with me first. You like came down before and you had your shaker, like your protein shaker, and just like the way that you were shaking it and the noise that it was making. Literally, I was like, I'm gonna die. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. I was like, I'm gonna jump off. The Fuck, bridge. I gave you like an hour and a half to yourself. How much time do you need? <laughs> So overall, overall, there's many ways to deal with stress. Some of them we hit on, some of we don't because we don't fucking know everything. <laughs> yeah. But you got to find what works best for you. Right. And don't sweat the small stuff. I mean, again, we say this all the time that we are just little specks on a floating rock and nothing really matters. And just be prepared for the unexpected because it's going to happen. And like, that's something I definitely need to work on too. Something's going to happen and something's going to tweak you or piss you off when you're already stressed. Well, there's always going to be things that are going to stress you out. So you have to find those tools that will help you manage your stress. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like anger management. Fuck. You should just have sex because that will help with stress also. Mm -hmm. I know know that with us, that if we're getting a little testy. No, you. If you're getting testy, (laughs) it means you need to have sex. It helps. So... Sorry that that's a tool that I use, but <laughs> you're a tool that I use <laughs> to help manage my stress. I have a tool that you use. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want to say. <laughs> 
Okay, so let's get into our next segment. Would, Would you, you rather? rather? I'm going to go first because you go first every week. This was written in from one of our listeners. Would you rather be able to remove your most painful memory from your brain or be able to relive your happiest memory? Remove the most painful memory in my brain. But like... Because it comes back once in a while, you know? But like it doesn't remove it from your life though like it still happened oh, so like it was removed from my brain and somebody could come out and be like hey remember yeah, that like, time wait, what movie is that where the girl erases her memory of dating that guy jim carrey dates no <laughs> no <laughs> you love that movie no eternal sunshine is that it you're asking me like that's something I would watch. You just asked me about a movie that I didn't know. You literally watched 50 first dates about 100 times. You could probably pull a bunch of clips for TikTok from she, that. She has short term memory loss from an accident. I'm talking about someone who went and got their memory erased. Is Liam Nelson in it? No. Can you Google Eternal Sunshine? I have no. Yes, it's Eternal Sunshine. With Jim Carrey? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. After a painful breakup, Clementine, Kate Winslet, undergoes a procedure to erase memories of her former boyfriend, Joel, Jim Carrey, from her mind. When Joel discovers that Clementine is going to extremes to forget the relationship, he undergoes the same procedure and slowly begins to forget the woman that he loved. <laughs> the, okay. Directed we by former music video director yeah. Michael Gundry. <laughs> Thanks, John. The visually arrested film it. explores the intricacies of relationships and the pain of loss. Yep. So that's what I was just saying. That's what it's like. So it... Those things still happened, but you just erase your memory of it. So you would rather do that? Yes. No, I would definitely rather relive because I could be memory. like, "You're fucking lying." I didn't do that because I don't remember it. What if there's receipts? What if someone has like a picture of you? You stole my credit card. What? You took a photo of me and photoshopped it in. All right. Well, we have different responses because I would say relive my happiest memory. Okay, and I got consent to give. The username of this, it's my buddy Louie at Louis Rowell87. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks, Louie. Would you rather relive the best day of your life? Wait, like, are these the same? <laughs> would you rather relive the best day of your life or get your future best day of your life spoiled to you and never get to that day? It was written so hard, Louie. <laughs> okay, so either get the best day of my life spoiled and never get to that day. So like I never get to experience it because someone told me about it or relive the best day of my life. No brainer. Relive the best day of my life because then I have something great coming for me down the road that I just don't know about. Yeah. That was an easy question. Yeah. Duh. Lou is so excited for, <laughs> for me to say this question. Thank you, Louie. Uh, so now we Louis, don't ever give me a <laughs> would you rather ever again. <laughs> no, that was good. But do better next time. <laughs> okay, so now we're jumping into our segment, Give It To Me Straight, where we answer your burning questions. If you guys have any questions for us, you can email us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Question one. Hey, guys, I need advice. My boyfriend and I fight differently. No matter the issue, big or small, if I get upset, he doesn't register it. I preached communication. <gasps> communication i was getting nervous <laughs> multiple times to him and express what i need from a partner and acknowledgement of my feelings is super important i will straight up say what's bothering me and it's not like he ignores it he just doesn't see it from my perspective so he doesn't do anything to fix it i hate not resolving fights in somewhat of a quick manner so i feel like so much time is wasted is there another way to approach this so the arguments one don't get resolved two is he like does he not care 
or is he holding a grudge? How does how does it end? Just sounds like someone who doesn't want to hear your side after reading that email. Or maybe he just doesn't know how to... But how to listen? Pretty much what that's saying to me is there's nothing coming from their arguments. There's no resolve to it. Right. And nothing productive is coming from it. Right. Even though she has tried explaining to him why she's upset and, how? and elaborating and it's still not really registering with this guy, I guess. So I don't know. Maybe you have to put in more layman terms for him. Obviously, that how you're doing is not working. So the main thing is he's not getting what you're saying from you verbalizing it to him. So what's another way? I, I The only thing I can think of is maybe writing it down, breaking it down for him. That way he has something visually to look at that he can kind of go over. Because I know sometimes when you're speaking to me or you're talking to me or expressing to me how you feel, some something can get lost in translation or I'm like in and out of paying attention to you. Maybe that's a way of communicating. Right. Because you're also saying too, like he doesn't see it from your perspective. So maybe by telling it in a way that he can see it from your perspective. I think sometimes things don't register for people until you change the storyline and come up with like a different scenario similar to like what you're going through or maybe something that you're feeling, but like flip the script. And so tell a story in a way that like maybe would help him understand how you are feeling. Or don't be that in depth where dudes keep it simple. Kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. Tell me exactly what it is. Just be like, I hate when you don't close the dishwasher, fix it. You know, just keep it simple. Well, I mean, but she's saying that she's communicating these things and he just like doesn't see it from her perspective. But maybe so. she's elaborating too much. Maybe, and that's true. Yeah. So I guess like if you could put it into simple terms for him, <laughs> like uh, his little I'm, man I'm so brain. Simple. It's so easy. Like, yeah, seriously, Al, if you were like, hey, I hate when you don't put your laundry in the laundry basket, put the fucking laundry in the laundry basket or we're going to have problems. I hear you loud and clear, ma'am. As opposed to being like, you don't help around enough. Like that's vague. Or being passive aggressive, but like, right. hey, so like I know that you don't have, maybe you don't have time to put the clothes in the basket, but I would really appreciate it. Like, fuck that. I'm not saying she's doing that, but right. like, just get to the point. Well, and also sometimes people have to hear things several times before it really clicks. So I wouldn't stop communicating what you need from him. That's true too. Yeah. That's a tough question. Like I, I hope any of that helped. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Hi, Alex and John. I need advice on a new relationship I'm in. I started dating my current boyfriend about five months ago and things have been great. I haven't seen any red flags up until two weeks ago when I caught him snooping on my phone. I have nothing to hide, but I felt violated. I don't want him to feel like he can't talk to me directly if there's something on his mind. I feel like this threw a wrench into something that was going good. What should I do? I mean, uh, I would obviously talk to him about it and be like, why did you feel like you had to snoop through my phone? Like, like there's an insecurity that he's feeling like he has to look for something. They've been dating five months and he's pulling that shit. To me, like that's a red flag on his end. I'd be like, why are you like, again, talk to me about You're not anything. confident in your relationship. You're right. not confident in yourself. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what that, is that shit? Yeah. I wish I had a cancel button. <laughs> uh, next. Break up with him. I mean, that's I don't such know. a pussy move. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Maybe in a past relationship, he was Who cheating. Cares? I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't think that this would be a complete end all for me. But this is something that if I caught him doing that again, I would be like, dude, what the hell? Especially if you have nothing to hide. Alex and I are disagreeing on this. What? You think that that's like just Fuck an yeah. end all be all? Done, done with that person. 
I'm so I feel so strongly about that because it's like a breach of trust. If you're, it's well, besides a breach of trust, you're so insecure in yourself. You're showing your insecurity in yourself. Like you should not be in a relationship at all. You need to work on yourself first. Yeah. If you have that, that's a bag of issues. But I think if you look at it from the flip side, if someone were to break up with you, like if you broke up with me, if I was like snooping on your phone, I, I would almost be like, wait, but is there something I should have found then? Like if you just broke up with me because I mean, that, I guess I could see you thinking that I think that you like one I would strike, make it a point to show you everything on my phone and then I'd break up with you. No, I like, see. Look, there's nothing on my phone. Goodbye. I don't I I think that you talk about it, you communicate and then like if this happens again, like strike one, you know, but if this happens again, I would I would probably Ugh. throw in throw I can't in the believe towel. you're giving a, a pass. Yeah, I mean, I, again, people have baggage and it's just like you got to forgive and move on, but like this is something though that would definitely make me uncomfortable. I don't think that it's worth like ending a relationship over, but I would keep it in the back of your head. There's obviously a reason why he feels insecure, but that's like what you need to talk to him about and be like, why are you feeling this way? I want to change this section to pass or... <laughs> like people talk about their relationships and they say like, keep them or... Keep or pass. Keep them or pass. kick them. Yeah, keep them or <laughs> kick them. I like that. We'll start a new segment. I want some guys to send in some questions so I can be like, keep her or kick her. That's fine. Yeah, we could do both. Maybe we'll do that like once a month. Like guys out there, I know there's at least 5% of you that listen that are well, dudes. Throw some questions out. We'll have a lot of people coming after us because we're just going to be ending relationships left <laughs> or right. Yo, you told my girl to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kick him to the curb. But I think that's all that we have for today. Anything else you want to say, John? No, no, that's, that's about it. I'm, you know... <laughs> Okay, that's well, it. let's yeah, wrap that's it. it up. If you guys want to write in any questions that you have, you could email us at hello at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. You could find us at Give It To Me Straight Podcast on Instagram, and you could go to our website at Give It To Me Straight Podcast.com. Oh, like, subscribe. I was just going to say, yeah, if you guys are enjoying our podcast, please leave us a five star review. Give me some reviews. You know, I'm the one editing this thing. <laughs> Give me, be like, John, you cut out all the ums. We're so proud of you. <laughs> And all the blank space that we sit there just staring at each other. <laughs> it's lovely. All right. We well, talk for like two hours. I could narrow it down to like 40 <laughs> minutes because half the time we're just just coughing or burping. Or Googling things. John's just Googling his facts. Fun fact, John. <laughs> but all right. Thank you guys so much. We will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>